0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'd be that fellow on the other side called Bill Knight. So, hey, I, you know, I hope it's a better day, but I don't know. This, today is going to be kind of a weird day because, well, Carrie Lake lost. We kind of well, thought she was we, gonna get Well, a- we don't think she really lost. I mean, well, she came up with less votes, they say. But Well, uh, there was a last minute. I was headed this way. There was one of those last-minute dumps. That, but, you know... Um, as Miss Hobbs would say, oh, no, there's nothing wrong here. Yeah. Uh, yes, just I did win. I by, just move just along. Just move along. Nothing <laughs> to see yes, here. I did. I, I do count the votes, but <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> and yes, I did win. Now let me see the if I got it right. Have spoken.
1: Let me see if I got it right. She was the Democratic uh, candidate for governor, uh, Katie Hobbs, mm-hmm. and she's the Secretary of State who counts, th- in charge of counting all the votes. Yes. Okay, and she supervises all of, all of the people and makes sure that they do all the right things. She makes sure that all the machines are working properly. She makes sure that there's enough staff on hand. She makes sure that they have the right size paper for the machines so Absolutely. that they don't... Okay. Now, but, but none uh, of that happened, Bill.
0: All right, yeah. Some of the machines didn't work. Uh, I understand that there were uncounted votes that came in that got mixed with counted votes. Yeah. Did but, they ever
1: answer the question? And to your that? your problem is <laughs>
0: and, well, yeah, you're right. and, you know. I mean, I mentioned that to somebody and they said, No. Well, how can that be that? That would that means they gotta go back and recount everything. I'm going, No.
1: They not, just ignored not, it.
0: Uh, they just ignored it. You know,
1: it's not a big deal. It's just Yeah, a, they they blew it off. Yeah. So speaking of Arizona. There was a guy who was interviewed a couple of days ago, and we talked about it yesterday. We were going to air it yesterday. We ran out of time. Uh, this mm-hmm. gentleman was part of the Maricopa County elections process. He was a clerk there uh, on the first day of counting. And he saw some stuff that that drove him to protest, meaning that... Really? Yeah. On the second and third day, he was out there with signs with the other people in front of the building saying, uh, we need a new, new election. This is not legitimate, things like that. Uh, Here's part one of what he said, Bill.
2: So Dave, this is an awesome protest we got out here. It's peaceful and patriotic. What brought you out here?
3: I wanted to do my part to uh, let, let the voices be heard. There's so many of us out there that are just sitting idly by, believing what we believe, but they're unwilling to, to get up and do it. I can understand that, but I finally said i got to grab this flag off my house and, and come out here and, and be one of those that speaks up. That's incredible. So you, you told me you were a clerk on Election Day. What kind of stuff did
2: you witness at the polls, and what, what did it tell you? What, how did it make you feel?
3: So I was a clerk at the uh, um, Dream City location. And that's one of the ones that went down, correct? That's correct. So the morning was uh, pretty, pretty bad, I guess. To put it that, put it, I won't, I'll use uh, the right words. Um, people were very upset, but actually, given the situation, they actually behaved pretty well. But, but there were some angry folks. Um, the machines literally I was I was standing over the machine for a good part of it I'd say maybe one out of ten would be accepted uh, the other ones would get rejected and then there was a uh, another box right next to it that was supposed to be scanning. It never worked the entire day. It was broken down the whole time. So it functioned as slot number three. So we would take those folks who finally gave up on trying to cast their ballots and they would drop it into that slot three in the other box. And uh, several people who were waiting in line saw that happen, and they said, you know what, I'm not going to um, you know, go up to the machine and, and try and probably fail to cast my ballot with the machine. So they dropped their, their uh, ballots into box three. But the most shocking thing that people should know, I, as a clerk, I was responsible at the end of the night for filling up the black bag ballots from the box that was filled with the scanned, the successfully scanned ballots. So me and the other clerk filled up the black bag with those ballots, and when we were done, told to just go right over to the adjacent box, which is the magical slot number three box. And we took those ballots out of that box, and we stuffed them right in the same bag. In the same bag, yes. We heard a report yesterday
2: that they were mixing uncounted ballots from box three with already counted ballots.
3: You can confirm this is true? Absolutely. If I need to sign an affidavit, uh, absolutely. And my my counterpart, uh, clerk, obviously she was there as Well... Right, so do you believe the number the county is giving us that
2: there is only 17,000 box three ballots or do you think they're underreporting that?
3: Well, I'm not sure how they could even report a number uh, given that uh, you know, in our location um, honestly I wasn't counting how many ballots I was stuffing because I'd been working for about 16 hours at that point and was exhausted and ready to go home so I was just doing my best to, to uh, uh, put all the ballots together but the slot three box um, I'm going to guesstimate maybe had a couple hundred ballots in it. But, you know, that's just a rough guess because I didn't count them. But for them to say they're 17,000, I don't know how that could be possible because the 200 that I put in that black bag were commingled with uh, the stand ballots.
1: Okay, so the Arizona voting is a mess. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. For them to say that it's over and here's the count is a joke.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it always happens in the wee hours of the morning. These you know, yeah. pivotal winds happen. And not just in Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, just about everywhere, Georgia. You know, they, they yeah. all happen in the wee hours of the morning when everybody sleeps. That's when the rodents come out. You know what I'm talking about. And these people are rodents. Case in point in Nevada, right? For
1: mm-hmm. the uh, the Senate vote down there, at Laxalt, salt. Uh, He was ahead, and Mm -hmm. then the night before the race was called for the Democrat, the video cameras went out for eight hours. The video cameras that are supposed to watch the election polling place when when nobody's there, they went out Mm -hmm. for eight hours, and they tried to say, well, the security cameras in the building didn't pick up any strange people walking around. They were trying to pacify by saying, well, other cameras around that place were working and we didn't see anything, but there's no no other reason for having security cameras in the polling place other than to protect the integrity of the election, and they were off.
0: Yeah, now, if you watch, if somebody questions that, it goes to court, they will find a fall person some innocent woman with kids that, you know, has to protect herself and her family that will take the fall for it. They'll find a patsy for it. But the fact is if your cameras went out and they're crucial and it was me and doing the investigation, I would say, who was in charge of the security cameras? Get their ass into my office right now, because I'd want to know what they did or didn't do because in my mind, they're the ones responsible. You have one job to do. Make sure those cameras work and they didn't work. Whose side are you on? Not so right now, Carrie Lake is considered
1: the loser. And you notice that all of the mainstream media, they rush out and say, we've called it for Katie Hobbs. Uh, we, we, she's the victor. They, they try to put this stamp of legitimacy on her, Katie Hobbs, right from the get-go. And now Carrie Lake is considered uh, a sore loser and she's running from a negative place. They're going to try to make it look like she's crazy for even wanting to contest this. This is something she has to, she is required to contest because there is no question about it. There was corruption
0: in Arizona. I believe that, uh, you know, she was, she was threatened before. And I told you, I think, before we went on, I'm sitting there going, yeah, I don't think she's going to stand for it, but I do think that she needs a, a protective umbrella because I it, I would fear for her health. If she wants to sit there, they want to close the books on this, oh, nothing going on here, there's nothing to see, oh, she's the crazy loony, she's probably going to go out and get drunk, take some barbiturates, and wreck her car. And, oh my you know, God. If, that yeah. happens, if that happens, God forbid, because I don't think Well, no, it's not. I don't think. I know without knowing her. Well, she has said she wouldn't do anything. She
1: has said on camera, on Mm -hmm. camera, as recently as last week, I am not suicidal. Mm -hmm. I am not suicidal. I'm in a good place. I'm not suicidal. She was letting the world know, I think it was on Tucker's show, that she would never do anything like that. Okay. Uh, So, but you're right. She probably has had threats. You better get out while you can get out and stuff like that. Um, that Maricopa County elections clerk mm-hmm. had more to say. Listen.
2: What do you think is going on inside of that Maricopa County building where they are tabulate, tabulating about it? No,
3: I really fear that... I think it's obvious that what they've done so far is they're cherry picking the uh, the blue regions for, for the uh, votes for Hobbs. But my biggest fear is, is that all of the uncounted ballots um, are maybe being manipulated and maybe they're you know getting uh, uh, modified. That's my fear. I, I pray that's not, but I fear
2: that. Right, so the, yeah, of course, they could be manipulating these ballots, but back to that part where you said they were cherry picking, do you think that should be legal? Do you think they are? Do you think they are doing something that is criminal by keeping us waiting for election results and basically giving us fake election results over the next over the
3: last few days? Absolutely. I mean, Florida has, I think, three times the population of Arizona, and they were done um, at 9 p.m. or 11 p.m. Whatever time it was, and we've got this ridiculous system. Um, you know, I used to be able to to go vote at the school in my neighborhood where I live. Uh, where my daughters go to school, that's been shut down. We now have these big, large um, centers, if you will, and just the whole process. Uh, I really think we need to go back to paper ballots. And you've got to vote in person. you got to have an ID. And, you know, let's just keep it simple. And it can be done, obviously, as evidenced by Florida, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Look look at France. France, as I know, only maybe 32 million population, but they were able to do it.
2: So what do you want to see happen after today, after this protest of us showing
3: our peaceful and patriotic stance? I'd like to see the uh, vote count get accelerated and let's let's get this over and done with. And uh, each, with each passing day, I'm, I'm again I'm concerned that maybe these ballots might be getting uh, manipulated. Um, and you know I I still don't know how it's possible that Kelly's been declared a winner, uh, Fontes has been declared a winner, and yet there's between three and 400,000 votes, still outstanding. Uh, how, how's that possible? Uh, are there that many people that um, only voted for Katie Hobbs and Mark Kelly and, and Adrian Fontes, of all the votes that have been produced so far? Um, and yet Kerry's right there, neck and neck. So it just seems odd to me. Um, I think the whole count is very suspicious. And another part
2: of that that might cause some more suspicion is they are not allowing any true media into their press conferences. They're only allowing the fake news media. What does it tell you that Ben Berquam and myself were nearly arrested for trying to get into this press
3: conference the other day? I was shocked. I saw that video that Sheriff um, just completely... Operating, I think, unconstitutionally. You were, you were in a public place in a parking lot, um, and to be removed like that, uh, it's, it's just criminal. It's really tragic. We, we've become a banana republic here. This is pathetic.
1: Okay, so let's say hypothetically you are uh, somebody who has been uh, helping the steel move along in Arizona. You've been involved with manipulating the votes You know, one for Carrie Lake, two for Katie Hobbs, one for Carrie Lake, two more for Katie Hobbs. I mean, maybe you have been involved with doing this, okay? And then you see see an interview with Carrie Lake on Tucker Carlson or uh, on Jesse Waters or one of the other talk shows, and she says, when I'm governor, I'm going to look into the elections. I'm going to get to the root of all of this. I'm going to find out what happened, and we're going to straighten it out. Wouldn't you be inclined to, uh, to make certain that she is never the governor? Because you know that you've been involved with the steal, and if she's the governor, there's a good chance you're going to go to jail. The incentive for these people to uh, facilitate the steal was that if they didn't get Katie Hobbs in office, they would be going to prison. Look at Arizona. They had the audit from the, the 2020 election. We all sat around watching that stupid audit that went on for days. We were at, we were watching it like it was a football game, and they all came to the conclusion in front of everybody in the world that there was corruption. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was manipulated in Arizona. And what did they do? Diddly squat. Nothing. That's exactly right. They did nothing. The attorney general—I forgot his name. It starts with a B. I'm sure I'll think about it when the show is Bastard. over. But no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. But he was one, I'm sure. Um, he was a, hes a Republican, but he's a rhino, I believe. And he was yeah. saying to everybody, "Okay, now we have the facts, and we're going to examine it, and we're going to get down to to brass knuckles here, and we're going to straighten things out." And he never did a damn thing. And you know, with all of the acknowledged corruption in Arizona, they didn't put any new machines in. They didn't change their system. They didn't do it. They had two years to fix it before the 2022
0: election. They did nothing. Now, there was the audit that went on and they said, oh, you damaged the machines. Okay, so let's just say the audit damaged the machines. Then you should have fixed it. And you know, regardless of who has to pay for it, you should have fixed it. So obviously you didn't, which means you lied about damage to the machines. You know the machines were damaged; they were tainted, all right, yeah. tainted by you back in 2020, and the taint goes on. You know, taint Bill, no
1: secret to it. How do you, how do you have an election and you have printers and you order the wrong size paper? You thought I was kidding? I, I'm sure in the beginning of the no. show, they literally. Said, well, uh, we found out we had the wrong size paper uh, for
0: the uh, for the voting machines. Well, wait a second. That was a made-up piece of crap. The, uh, it, you know, you got one job to do. Okay, here's the model number of the yeah, printer. Yeah, exactly. Or the paper place. Exactly. Your day. I need, right. I need $11. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I got poster paper. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what
1: else they have? Stupid. You know what else they were doing? And they haven't talked about this. I mean, this is just the stuff that I've read that's coming off the top of my head right now. Can you imagine if somebody does a deep dive into the corruption of this election? I mean, they're going to they're gonna find people doing the damnedest things. For example, mm-hmm. you get the ballots from a, a polling place, and you're supposed to bring it to a centralized location for tabulation. Except they put them in the truck, they drive it not to the polling place directly— where it's monitored by security they stop off at a printing place a printers location and they scan them for some reason to make it guess to make it to make it easier they say for the uh, the counting process but that is a the, bunch of but crap but the thing is there's an interim unscheduled stop they may say it's scheduled but it's not supposed to be you're supposed to take secure ballots and bring them right to the tabulation place but they 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 don't do that in Arizona. They stop at a printer's place to have them scanned. And you keep, every time you have a stop like that, you have a location that's perfect for corruption, meaning they can swap votes out. Oh, we were scanning them. Yeah, oh, here's a pile over here we didn't include. Where'd that come from? I don't know. It was sitting right here. All of a sudden, you got another you know, 500 votes that came out of nowhere. uh, Go ahead, Bill. Are ballots as valuable as money? Nowadays, in many places, I would say yes. Bill, it goes back to what we talked about before. Jobs that pay $200,000 a year, Mm. they're paying, they're getting $100 million worth of donations so somebody on their side can have have that $200,000 a year job. Now, yes, they are a vote. And yes, they vote on big budget items, uh, but why would you spend so much money for such a? It wouldn't make a good move in a business move, you know. I mean, if, no, you, yeah, you're, if you if you went over and said, okay, this is a, a business I want to buy, and it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, so I'm making an offer for uh, ten million dollars on that business. You would mm-hmm. think you would think I was out of my mind. That's the kind yeah, of thing they do in politics.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're 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 spending a lot of money for a job that doesn't pay or does it? Uh, the point that I was going at though about the 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 ballots, the yeah. ballots are basically money. Well, with that analogy and that thought in mind, you know, these guys are stopping off at a printer, maybe another location. What are they doing? Ah, oh, we stopped off for broski, You know, hey, we're on the way. <laughs> no big deal. All right, so you manage a store or something like that, and the Brinks truck comes up. You know, that guard reports. I just pulled up to so-and-so, you know, drugstore, and I'm here now. Great. You got five minutes to go in. They crack open the safe. They give you the money bags. They shut the safe. You know, you do the dual-key thing, and you get the hell out of there, and you report back in. That truck is monitored because it's got money in it. Now, the guy stops off. Well, yeah, I I stopped off at my bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I had my check. I had to drop it off. Oh yeah, I stopped off at uh, uh, Vinnie Bots or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they're going, you know, there's uh, there's about ten thousand dollars missing. Well, it couldn't be anything because you knew exactly where I was. Yeah. Oh, I'm an honest guy. You, if those ballots are like money and they are, because they're the votes, people's votes. You stick your to your course. You don't make deviations. And as far as if they really needed to scan those, I'm sure at the polling places, I'm sure at the election center, they've got scanners. You can't tell me they don't have scanners.
1: Interesting thing. We all talked about uh, the Brazil elections from a couple of weeks ago and how they were corrupt just like ours, how they, they think the people won't accept it, The people won't accept the Brazil results, and they are out still in the streets protesting every day. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands, possibly several million people uh, protesting the elections. They just won't go away. So the military is actually sided with the people. And I think we mentioned that they did like a, a cursory audit. And they said, wait a second, there's a good chance that the people are right and that there was corruption in this election. And it looks like the military's going to stay with the people, which means that it's not uh, going to look good for that guy, Lulu, who supposedly upset uh, Bolsonaro uh, in Brazil.
0: But uh, what are they going to do about it? They got the military, you know, the people got well, the military. You know, it wouldn't air. be the
1: first time a s- South American country uh, overturned an election with, a, mm. with, a, with the help of the military if there's proof in their minds beyond a reasonable doubt that there was corruption. Doesn't mm-hmm. the military have an obligation to stand with the people, because you, you swore an oath to preserve and defend against enemies both foreign and domestic. I would submit that if an election is stolen, it was stolen by domestic enemies of whatever country. And yeah. in this country, if the elections are stolen, these people are not friends of the people who stole the election. They are corrupt people.
0: Yeah, but there, boy, you know, you're talking about a lot of egg on our face. If it does get proven, and it's it's obvious, the steel is there. I think everybody that I've talked, well, I don't think, everybody I've talked to, they they say something's not right about this election. It's obvious it was stolen. You look at things changing overnight. Where did that come from? There's something wrong here, and people know it. Now, what are we going to do about it? That's the real question. What can we do about it? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Plain talk to help you unravel a complicated world. We're CRN America.
4: Did you receive a call or message that mentioned social security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your social security number or other personal information and tell you that your social security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your social security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the social security administration. Social security will not threaten you, demand your personal information or instant payment, email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov.
5: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
1: This is CRN America. Okay, so we all admit that there's probably been corruption in the elections. Mm-hmm. And the question is, where do we go? Now, you mentioned pe- we, we're going to have egg on our face. I would, I would say... Well, I'd say we already got it. Yeah, I would say we already have it. And if we don't fix it, we would have... It would be worse than if we didn't fix it. Do you know what I'm saying? We've, in our history, when things have been wrong with our our government, when we veered off in, into a bad place, the we the people... Got together and fixed it, do you know? I mean, the American Civil War. We Mm -hmm. had a segment of our country that wanted to keep slavery. Mm -hmm. Well, what what segment was that? That was the southern, uh, the South. Uh, Any political affiliation? The the Democratic Party. Uh, Oh, yes. But they won't tell you. No coincidence. They won't tell you that, Bill. They won't. uh, They won't say that. So we ended up having a civil war, and that civil war. As terrible as it was, it was the worst war we've ever had as a country. Could
0: we have a civil war again?
1: um, Well, I'll tell you who says he thinks, yes, uh, Bill Gates, former CEO of Microsoft, came out in public, and he said he fully expects us to uh, go into a civil war.
0: Does he know something that we don't know? Absolutely he does. I'm sure he does. He's... He's in with the movers and shakers, and he knows all the Charles Swabs and and the Soroses and the Bidens and the the Demo- he knows all the people that might be, you know, saying yeah, let's do it because, and especially now I, it, the time is ripe because of what's happened. Everyone's seen it. Uh, if there, there's no better time than now to sit there and say let's correct this mess, but they're thinking they got to correct it too. You know, both sides are going. We got to fix this.
1: Yeah, Barack Obama in two thousand eight was talking about stealing elections. Listen. Well, I tell
5: you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. Um, but but look, I come from Chicago, so so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have too. You know, whenever people are in power, they you know, they have this tendency to try to you know, tilt things in their direction.
1: Okay, so a lot of people who are paying attention believe that Barack Obama isn't totally retired living in his nice little 10 million dollar house in Washington DC that he is actually the brains behind Biden still. He's the guy who's pulling the levers. He has his hand in the back of the puppet. That being said, uh, I'm going to replay something we played, uh, I guess, last week when he right. was giving a pep talk to some Democrats recently about, uh, about what you have to do to win the 2022 election. Listen.
5: You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won.
1: Okay, so is that where we are, Bill? Are we at a point now where they're flooding the zone with raw sewage, this bad information? Oh, hey, they won legitimately in Arizona. The Democrats, come on, don't be a sore loser. Uh, it wasn't uh, stolen from you. Is that where we well, are?
0: Let's identify it. I mean, let, let's let's take a look. Do we have raw sewage that has been thrown in our face? Well, we got the January 6th committee saying there was an insurrection when actually it was a peaceful protest. The only body that killed anybody was the Capitol police and they did it without provocation. Oh, by the way, there were permits filed and you are allowed to gather there. So don't say it was an insurrection. That is a bold faced lie. There are photos that prove that the Capitol police dropped down the gates and that, the doors were open to the Capitol building from the inside, so I would say that's sewage. Uh, they have been going after Trump because I guess he is the face of the freedom people of what they want to call it, the MAGA party, to make America great again. What's wrong with making America great again? Because obviously they don't like the fact that that makes them the turd in the punch bowl, and they're trying to <laughs> they're they're trying to make Trump that. So there you go. So now you got some more raw sewage there. Conspiracy? Oh well, you deny the election. Yeah, you know, uh, you, you say it's stolen. That's not true. They well, here you, you boldface did it again. And uh, no, 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 nothing happened here
1: tonight. Trump is speaking at nine o'clock. He's going to make some some major announcement. You made an interesting point. You said, watch out during this day. Something major is going to be thrown at Trump. They're going to try to sully him somehow today. It wouldn't surprise me if they were to to
0: indict him today. indict him, try to arrest him. Yeah. Uh, You know, they're, they're still going after the declassified, not declassified documents. There's the big debate there. Did he have the authority? Did he not have the authority? Was he a legitimate president? Was he not the legitimate president? Come on, guys. This is a bunch of crap and you know it but you still even though the elections in the Congress have been cast and everyone goes there was no big red wave well Congress hasn't been called but 205 for the Democrats 217 for the Republicans 13 to be announced and Republicans are one vote away or one one seat away from having the majority but the 13 to be announced well, that's the magic number for the Democrats. You know? meant things, met. Nothing things built, happen
1: overnight. Nothing. I was just going to say, nothing is in concrete. Nothing is in stone with these people. If you tell them, like, what happened the, the other night when they, when uh, Laxall got up and said, Hey, uh, Tucker, uh, from the other side to win, they need 63% of the vote. They need uh, 63%. Magically, here they came. The, that night... She didn't get 64 or 62. She got 63% of the vote, and she won. And the thing that gets me is the other side truly thinks that the electorate are a bunch of dumb people. That Mm -hmm. we don't see what's happening. That's a crock. You see it, Bill. I see it. Heck, we live in Pennsylvania. I don't think there was a bigger steal in in the twenty twenty two elections than the one that happened here, and no one saying a word about Pennsylvania. Just shh, we got it, we got this one. There's no turmoil here.
0: There's gonna be turmoil eventually. Things are gonna happen. The uh, yeah, people have got to stand up, but you know we gotta have people in place to do things. And the one thing the Democrats have, judges, they have judges. So that because if we want to do something, the process is you file a legal complaint. But if a judge overturns it before you get a chance to get your voice heard, you know you're you're ba- bashing your face into a brick wall. It's interesting. Um, there's a lady named
1: Winsome Sears, Winsome Sears, and she's relatively new to the political scene. She's the lieutenant governor of Virginia and. Mm-hmm. She was kind of a rock star about six months ago when she was elected. She seemed to be pro-Trump. She seemed to be a MAGA person. All of the things that you would you would uh, have wanted her to be, she seemed to check them all off. Oh, she's really something else. She's perfect. She was almost mm-hmm. too perfect. Well, yesterday she was on uh, with uh, Neil Cavuto, who is a never-Trumper. Uh, I used to like Neil Cavuto until these guys have a tendency at some point, they can't help them help themselves. They, they show their true colors and he showed his true colors during the, uh, the 2016 and 2020 elections. He was never a friend of Trump. And, and if you were paying attention to Fox news, it was apparent. So he has winsome Sears on his show yesterday. And, much to the surprise, I mentioned the other day about Candace Owen kind of taking a shot at Trump. Now mm-hmm. now we have Winsome Sears, this rock star from Virginia, lieutenant governor, and, and they put in captions, former Marine captain or corporal or whatever the heck she is, right? They're trying to give credibility to her like she's, she's a patriot, right? Not They didn't have just Winsome Sears, lieutenant governor, Virginia. They're trying to make it look like she's really special, and uh, so she says this.
3: A true leader understands when they have become a liability, a true leader understands that it's time to step off the stage, and the voters have given us that very clear message.
4: So does that that
3: apply
0: within the Republican Party, Lieutenant Governor, to Donald Trump, that it's time to step off the stage?
3: Yes. A house divided against itself cannot stand. And and indeed, that's where we are today. And as I said before, America is the prize. Why do we want, want to win elections? It's because we've got to learn to love, to get, love each other, live together, uh, govern together. And the voters are saying enough is enough. I could not support him. I, I just couldn't.
1: A house divided against itself cannot stand, she says. A quote from, I think, Abraham Lincoln's second inaugural address. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and he he said it with regard to the Civil War, you know. Right. Uh, She uh, really showed her stripes here. And I think you're going to find that there are a number of people who are in the uh, system who have been put there, supported by uh, nefarious people in the background, you know, with uh, their own agenda, uh, the George Soros' maybe, dark money, backed them. They came out of nowhere. Winsome Sears, whoever heard of this lady, and all of a sudden she's the lieutenant governor and a rock star on the national stage? Come mm-hmm. on. And now she, now these people are coming out and they're sowing seeds of doubt into the minds of Trump supporters. All I would say is, Stand, Don't listen to him. Stand fast. Look at We've already said to you many times that Trump is a, hes just a human being with foibles of other human beings. But look at what he has done. Look at his success.
0: But, Jim? Yeah. It's so easy just to fall in line and make all this arguing and hurt and anguish go away. Well, it wasn't right, but, you know, there have been a lot of things like this before in history. If I just walk in step with everybody and be a good little soldier and live under the mushroom that they planted for me, everything's going to be fine. Well, That's what they want you to believe.
1: I don't think that uh, their plan is going to work. Uh, I truly, well, I would hope not. I hope that, uh, that Ron DeSantis is smarter than uh, a lot of people out there who are asking him
0: to to run for president, because I think it would be a
1: mistake for him.
0: Yeah. All the hope that they're throwing into uh, DeSantis, you got Cynthia Loomis, who uh, now says that DeSantis is now the leader of the Republican Party. Uh, Cynthia, we don't need another hero. Uh, We need to stay the course with what we've got. Now, the fact that you're trying to bolster DeSantis up here makes me wonder if you're not trying to use him and the wind down in Florida as a way to further divide, well, I not further, we're not divided, but to use it as a wedge to divide the Republican Party because somebody obviously has gotten to you. And all of this wedging stuff,
1: all of this division benefits the Democrats. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to listen rather to a, uh, a commentary by Sebastian Gorker just about this here and Ron DeSantis right after this break. CRN America.
5: As the world
6: battles an ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and flu season approaches, health experts say getting a vaccine this season is more important than ever to protect yourself, your family and your
5: community from flu. Dr. Nancy Messonnier with the CDC explains.
7: Flu vaccines prevent millions of flu illnesses, tens of thousands of flu hospitalizations and thousands of deaths every year. Flu vaccines have been used for more than 50 years to safely vaccinate hundreds of millions of Americans. This season, getting a flu vaccine is more important than ever. By getting vaccinated, you're helping to protect yourself and the people around you from flu. While it's unclear what impact COVID-19 will have on the upcoming flu season, it's very clear that a flu vaccine is the best way to reduce
5: the risk from flu and its potentially serious complications. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash fight flu.
1: The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. Okay, we're back again. Sebastian Gorka talked about Ron DeSantis. He talked about uh, his possible run for the presidency. I think it's a huge mistake. I think it will hurt DeSantis in the long run. I do think he could be a presidential
0: contender in 2028. Yeah, 28 would be it. Look, we don't need a presidential contender right now. And I'm saying that for DeSantis. I'm saying that for Trump. What Trump's gonna do tonight at nine o'clock, who knows? We'll find out then. But he doesn't have to announce the run right now. It could be something entirely different, but he is sucking the wind out of the room and he is making everybody focus on him. It'll be interesting to hear that, but I don't think we need to say who we're gonna run yet, but the Democrats want us to figure that out so they know how to target against us.
1: Here's what Sebastian Gorka had to say.
6: Okay, first things first. Uh Woodward's comments about the presidency being a sacred trust. Was it a sacred trust when uh, JFK was having sex with Jacqueline uh, Kennedy's press secretary in the swimming pool in the West Wing? Was it a sacred trust when Obama was using his secured iPads to drone American citizens in Yemen? Was it a sacred trust when Bill Clinton was having sex under the resolute desk Come on, guys, don't talk to us about sacred trust, okay? We had a guy in the Oval who I worked for who didn't even pick a paycheck up for four years, didn't need the money, didn't need the fame, and as you said, has been pilloried and attacked by the Rhino establishment and the left for six years now, including his wife and his children. Mm -hmm. And guess what? And Ron, if you're listening, you've been a great governor of Florida, but you governed Florida as a mini-me version of President Trump. You wouldn't be the governor of Florida if he hadn't endorsed you against a drug addict who was going to whip your ass and was going to win that governor's race. He endorsed you and you were a success because you used the Trump model. And it's a little bit weird for me, God bless you for everything you've done in Florida, but for, for 10 months now, the establishment, including the Republican Party, has been throwing President Trump under the bus saying we need Ron DeSantis and you haven't said anything. You should be in the next Trump administration. And I don't mean like a veep because a veep is an irrelevant job. You know, you glad had pan people who the president doesn't want to meet. You should be in the cabinet, Ron. And I had Bannon on my show yesterday on my radio show. You've got to listen to that interview. When you find out that Peter Singer and others, billionaires who gave tens of millions of dollars to Obama are now backing Ron DeSantis, This is all you need to know, Rob. The establishment still has to destroy President Trump because he has nobody he owes any favors to and he wants to drain the swamp. The establishment wants to destroy him. Ron, you are being used as a weapon of the establishment. Do not let them do that, to you? And one last thing. When the the pedo-protectors of the Lincoln Project uh, are in agreement with Van Jones, yeah. And Paul Ryan and Carl Rove and Michael Brzezinski—that Ron has to be the answer to the Republican Party. Uh, you got to think twice, okay? That is not company you want to be in. It the pedophile protectors of the Lincoln Project and Michael Brzezinski guys. Come on, there's
1: your metric. Okay, so if I were Ron DeSantis, if it were me, I would I would say, look at friends, I support Donald Trump. I think he is the man who should be president in 2024, and he has my full and solid support. I'm not going to waver on my position on that for the entire election period, and that that would end the whole Ron DeSantis stuff. That's what he should do. If he runs this time around, I think think he will get crushed, and his future presidential uh, dreams and ambitions will be... Put asunder, as they would say. They, he would be done mm-hmm. because he will have turned off 75 million of Donald Trump's supporters, who, by the way, like DeSantis now. You know,
0: they, they like yeah, him. Yeah, they like him. But, you know, with what's going on here, he can flame out. And that can be—the Democrats have a lot of money behind them. And we know it's dark money, too. So they've got the best minds and think tanks in the world strategizing— how do we keep this plan going? How do we tear down the Republicans? Yeah, we can steal the elections, but what do we do? And one of them would be to, well, let's take DeSantis, let's build him up, chop his legs off, and then he's no good in 2024 and beyond. Then who do we got? What do we have? Well, we may have Donald Trump
1: Jr. We or uh, some other Trump. He does have a, a family of young politicians Eric Trump might be a good uh, presidential candidate. I think we should move on to one other sub- subject, which is really important and beginning to uh, get traction. You probably saw it being talked about in the news, Bill. It's the uh, FTX cryptocurrency story we talked about yesterday.
0: And we talked about it yesterday. I think we mentioned it last Friday, too, briefly, that there was that going on. Because that I think it surfaced last week. Well, here's the story. I-, I mean, just in case you haven't heard
1: FTX is a cryptocurrency firm based in the Bahamas, run by this young, just out of college, uh, guy, who, mm-hmm. who is, <laughs> he is, uh, he's he's like a character from a uh, Bob and Ted's of uh, great, great Bill and Ted's famous Bill and Ted's big adventure yeah big yeah. adventures what are those movies so he's out there and he's he he's the kind of guy that when there was an interview on stage it was. With Clinton and somebody else. Clinton and somebody else were dressed in suits, and this guy comes up. He's, he's a young, uh, eccentric billionaire. Uh, he's wearing shorts and a t shirt, you know, and uh, everybody's smiling like, well, you know, he's a billionaire. He can dress any way he wants to. But the problem is, he really wasn't a billionaire, he's a thief. He got people to invest in this cryptocurrency business. A lot of a lot of young people put a lot of their savings, in some cases their life savings into cryptocurrency because this guy seemed solid. And the more solid he seemed, the more mainstream support he was getting from places like exactly. Gold, Goldman Sachs and stuff like that. Oh, cryptocurrency. You got to go to FTX. But what he was doing, the politicians in Washington were voting to send money to the Ukraine. They voted, like you said, Bill, yesterday, not millions, billions of dollars. Oh, yeah,
0: you're talking of tens of billions
1: of dollars. So they send billions of dollars to the Ukraine. The Ukraine then, instead of putting all of that money into soldiers and supplies and things that they're going to use to win the war, they take a chunk of it, I think it's $50 million, and they invest that $50 million of really not their money. It's our money. And they buy cryptocurrency, FTX. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then FTX then put it into PACs, Democratic PACs, so they could shelter it, hide it, so it wasn't apparent. And those Democratic PACs then turned around with the same money. It's all the same money. And Mm -hmm. it went back to Democratic campaigns. It funded 2022 Democratic campaigns. So, Just so you're not confused, one more time, our legislators sent it to the Ukraine who then put it into the FTX cryptocurrency people who then went out and bought, uh, invested in PACs, Democratic PACs, Mm -hmm. not Republican PACs, Democratic PACs. And those PACs then funneled that money to the same people, in many cases, who were voting to send the money to the Ukraine. It's a money, money laundering deal.
0: Yeah. And if you sat there, if you're a mathematician and go back and look at the money spent on elections, Democrat compared to Republican, uh, I think of the young guy that was uh, he had a good shot at winning. He was uh, well, he, he barely lost his his uh, ticket. The, the, the unknown Democrat won. Yeah. Well, the unknown Democrat had one hundred million dollars to spend. Uh, the kid had like, uh, well, I think it was eighty eight million. Let's be honest. And mm-hmm. uh, The kid had twelve million dollars. All right, $88 million on an insignificant election, okay. Uh Uh, How many hundreds of millions were spent, oh, with Miss Hobbs or uh, down in Georgia? You start adding this money up, and all of a sudden, you're going to hit the billion mark uh, pretty damn quick.
1: Didn't it surprise you when we talked about Don Bolduc, who lost Mm -hmm. the campaign in New Hampshire? And he yeah, invested. Won that. He invested two million dollars, and he really came close to winning against uh, Hassan. I guess her name is Hassan or Hassan. Guy, it's one of those three. And he spent two million. She spent close to a hundred million. Where do they get the money to invest that kind of money into a one state's election? A hundred million dollars. How many
0: elections were there? Oh, a a bundle bill there were uh, one, every state had some something going on yeah all right well, so let's say that we had 200 elections there's more than that but let's say that and each of these had a democrat in there uh that spent 100 million dollars 100 million times 200 what's that about 2 billion probably
1: and, and you know it had to come it came from either George Soros <laughs> yeah, that's so- it, what i'm saying it came from either George Soros or possibly FTX and by the way this guy This uh, kid who was the CEO of FTX, his name, and I say kid because he really is a kid, it's Sam Bankman Freed. I love that middle name. It's appropriate. Sam B-A-N-K-M-A-N, Bankman Freed. He's the guy who was the CEO of FTX. He's the thief. And he literally, by the way, just about admitted that he was a money laundering firm for the Ukraine.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting now. you got... You've got the people in Russia that are mad at the United States that want to launch Satan and take out Washington, D.C. You've got Putin now that's under pressure to say, we probably need to end this war because it's costing money, even though, well, whatever. And now you got Zelensky who's going, hmm, my name's on this uh, FTX thing, too. Maybe it's time for me to bail out. And what does he want to do now? He wants to He wants to sue for peace. He came out yeah. the, the same day this
1: story is released worldwide. The same day, right? He says, "Okay, I think it's a good time to to talk about peace." Now, up until this point, he's saying, "No peace, no peace for you." He was gonna, he was full steam ahead. The war was going to continue. Uh, no discussions about peace. Suddenly, this story comes out about all this corruption, this money
0: laundering deal with Ukrainians and. Now he wants peace, all so he's got a he's got a trunk full of the luggage that's all packed with money. He's going, yeah, I'm ready for peace. I'm going to go take a vacation the hell out of here. Yeah, another interesting thing, I
1: didn't realize this, but this guy Bankman-Fried was a speaker last May at uh, Davos. You know, Davos is yes. the World Economic Forum. He was a speaker in front of yeah. all the people in Davos. This this con man, this criminal, was up there. Telling about cryptocurrency and how great it was. So much so that they gave him his own page on their website. But surprisingly, yesterday, that page was scrubbed. It just mysteriously disappeared from the World Economic Forum website. Hmm.
0: He was the golden child of the cryptocurrency clan. Right. And, you know, it takes a thief to catch a thief or it takes a thief to know a thief. So I think that somebody knew a long time ago, this guy is a con, he's a thief, but let's bring him into the fold so we can use him, i.e., here come the Democrats going, here's a source of money, and we got the Ukraine war, bingo, and no one's ever going to know. Well, now we know, and you you were lied to, this Ukraine-Russian war was a sack of crap, and they. Threw it on your porch, rang the doorbell, and lit it on fire. And there you go.
1: Exactly. I think that's fairly descriptive. It kind of it kind of sums it up. Um, <laughs> things to look out for tomorrow. We got the president speaking tonight uh, at nine o'clock. He will, I'm sure, be on Fox and on uh, Newsmax. Uh, Fox may not want to carry it, but nine o'clock is when Sean Hannity has his show, right. and Sean he controls what's on his show. So don't be surprised if you see Trump uh, giving his uh, his big speech at 9 o'clock. And also be uh, looking at uh, the news for Carrie Lake, what she's going to do. I think right. she's going to contest it. And keep an eye on this FTX story. It's just the
0: tip of the iceberg, Bill. Yeah, I, as long as the media keeps it out there. Because the one thing I do notice about the media and even, you know, politicians that are going, oh, you know, uh, uh. I lost and I lost because of the, the whatever. Sometimes they go in and, and sit there and convince them otherwise and they start marching in line. Let's leave with John Voigt. John Voigt had something to say about
1: what's happening right now and it was quite mm-hmm. interesting. Academy Award winning actor John Voigt.
7: It is with great honor that I say God bless America. Let us all wish this great land a healing from all the unrighteousness that is that is taking place. My fellow Americans, we're in danger of a third world war. We as a family of one truth must hear this now. Look at this lie, this deceit that continues day after day. Can you not all see this lie? We must all wake up. Wake up because if we don't see this lie, this land will die die in its beauty, its freedom, its opportunity. It's supposed to be the land of the free, it's far from this. It's a dark web, a dark world, but not for long because, my friends, a change is coming and a new light will emerge. We must all see this truth and allow justice to take place now. You see, the only way we can win these elections is to see the lies, deceit, and corruption from the left the media, and the unknowns who know who they are. Let us all come together and to vote for true justice for all. Let us pray that the one president who understood truths and had the best interest of the American people, the American dream, President Donald Trump, will return to the presidency. He, and only he, can stop this swamp, this deceit and injustice. My fellow Americans, wake up. Wake up from this bad dream and bring back life, justice, truth, in the only land that's meant for dreams of goodness. The land of the free. America, the greatest land, the greatest soil for mankind. The land where heroes fought for their truths. And this, my friends, is where we must see the truth. Allow President Trump to rebuild our soil and our land so we can rise to her glory. Much love to you.
1: We must see the corruption from the left, the Mm -hmm. media, and the unknowns. That sums it up, the left, the media, and the unknowns. John Voigt. Bill, have a wonderful day. Uh, Keep an eye on the news. I'm sure you'll be
0: watching it as closely as I will be watching it. Tonight at 9, yeah, I'm going to be paying attention. And uh, that was nice. you know I I always remember him as uh, what Joe Buck, you know, oh, he's from been, the Midnight Cowboy. I liked him. Oh, he, he did a lot of movies. Oh, he, I liked it. him in Runaway Train where he played that prisoner oh, who yeah, at the end yeah. of the movie he's on
1: the front of the train in the in the blinding snow and he's screaming as the train's racing off and he was headed toward his demise. He was a great actor. He is a great yeah, actor. Yeah, he was. He also played hey, look, in a, uh, uh, Ray Donovan by the way, which was on which was on HBO recently and mm-hmm. uh, superb actor he hasn't lost it
0: hasn't lost a step you were saying bill no no i was just saying uh i mean i had other things to say about the movie but i know time is running out so i'll keep it to myself i'm just saying pay attention today yeah. usually i would say from the midnight cowboy everybody's talking at me and i can't hear a word they're saying because you should tune out the media but today they're going to play some games and just realize that's what these are are mind games and tricks. And if you don't not into that, do tune them out. But tonight, tune in Trump, because it'll be interesting. I can't tell you what he's gonna say because I don't know. Nine o'clock and all the important
1: networks. Have a great day, Bill, and I'll see you mm. tomorrow. We'll do it again. Yeah. See you then. The voice of freedom, CRN America dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day and we just become
2: desensitized
3: to what's around us.
5: We go through safety training and you know we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen but you just never know. There
3: are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it
5: is if you Hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed.
1: That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and
7: call 911.
3: Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more
7: information, go to farmsafe811.org.